HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Brooklyn Botanic Garden, a stunning 52-acre garden in the heart of Brooklyn, featuring spectacular plant displays and inspiring public programs year-round. Learn more at bbg.org. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported podcast network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. This year, we're celebrating 10 years of food radio. For the past decade, we've been taking you behind the scenes of farms, restaurants, breweries, school cafeterias, and more. It's been 10 years, and we're just getting started. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. Hello, hello, Heritage Radio Network listeners tuning in from 165 countries around the world, about a million listens a month. And today they are tuning in live to the first broadcast of the fall 2019 season, which is pretty exciting. We are episode 186 today. It is September 24th. 2019, in case anybody's listening in the future, which most people do. They listen in the future because they get it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, all the bestest podcasting places. So for this first episode of the fall season, we have a little bit of a back-to-school episode, which is very exciting because I have been wanting to have some young people come on the show and talk about tech, to have students come on and talk about what they use, what they like, what works, what doesn't. This is a generation that was born with the internet and technology. It's just a part of life for them. While for some of us, many of us, it's still kind of a weird thing we're getting used to, begrudgingly, sometimes in some instances. But not, not these students. So it's a great show. It's, been, it's harder than you think to find uh, young people to come on the radio. I guess maybe because mostly most of the people I know are older. Anyway, I'm very looking forward to it. Today's topic is a digital platform called Young Super Cooks, which is about engaging students with education and inspiration to start to teach them about food and then they can create their own palette and their own point of view and hopefully make some good decisions for themselves and the world at large. So to talk about Young Supercooks, we have some Young Supercooks with us today. 
going to go around the room and introduce everybody. And when I do introduce you, we can all talk about, as we do at the beginning of every show, what your favorite app is. So just, I know everyone is going to be curious, before we went on the air, our engineer, Matt, just asked, at, at what age do people get a smartphone and a tablet and a computer? I don't even know. I don't have kids, either does Matt. So we, this is all very interesting to us. So let's start at that end of the room. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us your name. Tell us how old you are. Hi, my name is Joshua. I'm 12 years old. You're 12. What grade is that? Um, seventh. Okay, seventh grade. Wow, you're almost in high school. Wow, okay. So do you have a smartphone or a tablet or something like that? Yes. Which one? I don't know what type of tablet. You have an iPad or a tablet or something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have apps on it? Yeah. Do you download them yourself? Yeah. You do? What's your favorite one right now? Um... My favorite one would be Subway Surfer. Subway Surfer. Tell me what that's about. Is that that sounds like a game? It's a game. And it sounds like are you surfing in the subway? No. It's like you sur- surf in between the subways like in between the subway cars trying to dodge in between the subways themselves. So are you on the train? Are you on the train tracks or in the tunnels? Yeah, on the train tracks. On the train tracks, dodging, moving subways. Does it have a third rail in it? The electrical third rail? No. No. That sounds kind of like a dangerous game, but I suppose <laughs> most games are dangerous. Did you ride the subway to come here today? No. No. Okay. When you download apps, do you have? Can you download anything you want? Um. Well, I don't download apps too often, so. Do you have any other apps that you like that aren't games? Yeah, um, I like creating things on like Google Slides, um, Google Sites, stuff like that. Okay, what types of things do you create? Um, I try like looking for gifts and making like cool animations with um, Google Slides. Okay, that sounds fun. And what do you do with them once you make them? I, I like playing them over and over and sharing them with different people. Do you think you might want to be a graphic designer or an artist later in life? Mm, now it's no, just something you like to do for fun? Yeah. Okay, what do you want to be later? Do you know? Do you um, have an idea or not yet? It's I want to be a scientist. Scientist. What kind of science? Um, maybe somewhere in the astronomy field. Okay, so maybe space? That sounds exciting. So, sitting next to you, we have... Um, I'm Christian. I am 10 years old. Do you have a smartphone or a tablet? Yes, I do. And do you download apps all the time? Thank you, Matt just brought us two pizzas. It's good to remind people that we are in the backyard of Roberta's Pizza in Bushwick, Brooklyn, and that means every now and again, we have pizza during the show which is pretty fun. So we have the margarita and the famous original with pepperoni. So I'm excited about that. I'm glad we have a lot of guests. I don't have to do as much talking. I can do more pizza eating. <laughs> so Christian, um, what's your I, favorite app right now? My favorite app is FIFA Mobile. It's a soccer game like from FIFA, but it's like upgraded from the 2018 
to now. And um, it's like there's there's like these head-to-head -head games. There is um like where you just play like like random people and they just play for like 30 seconds, and whoever gets the most goals wins. And then there's like challenges and you get more FIFA coins and more gems which you get you go to the store you get way more you get a whole like players because you have this like this team right now my team is in my team is uh 97 overall okay and do you play soccer yourself yeah you do and mm -hmm. who's what's your favorite soccer team in real life in fifa or like just around the world just ever your favorite soccer right. team ever manchester city Who's your favorite soccer player? Maybe Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi. Okay. Do you use do you ever use apps that aren't games? Yeah, like I use a I use notes like I write notes to, um and there's this like math thing that I use to help me do my math. And I use a lot of, most times I'm on this thing, it's like a, it's like, who was this, it's like, you name, you like, this guess all these people, and you have to make, like, guess who they are, and that's how you do it. Okay, so, still learning stuff, yeah. it sounds like, but mm -hmm. fun. So sitting next to Christian, we have Natalie. Um, Hi, Natalie. Mm -hmm. How old are you? I'm eight years old. You're eight years old. Do you have a phone or a tablet? Yes. Which one? I have a phone. Do you download apps? Yes, but I have to ask my mom if like, I could download them or something like that. So. Okay. What was the last app you downloaded? I believe it was Mario Run. So. Is that like Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. A version like of it? All of that kind of Mario and stuff. Do you like the old school video games? Uh, yeah. Not so much? A little yeah, bit? Yeah. Mario's, Mario's part of the old yeah. school video games. Uh, yeah, I like it a little. And do you have other apps that aren't games that you like? Um, well, I use Calculator a lot. Mm-hmm. I, um, well, I use settings to change my wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Is there ever an app that you really wanted to download and your mom wouldn't let you? Uh... Is there one that you're really, really dying to have? No, not really. No, not really. All right. Sounds like you have a very peaceful household then. <laughs> <laughs> and sitting next to her? David. How old are you, David? Nine. And do you have a phone or a tablet that mm. you use all the time? No. No, you don't? No. No? Do you use a computer? Sometimes. Usually for work. Usually for work. Schoolwork or work work? You get paid? You got a job? 
Um, schoolwork. Schoolwork. So no phone or tablet. You just sit down at a desktop or a laptop and do your computer stuff? Well, sometimes I use my dad's tablet. Mm-hmm. But I also use com- the computer. So if you're not on a tablet or a smartphone, you're not really in the app game then, are you? Not really. Do the, do apps interest you then or not really? Yes. They do? I would like to have a phone also. Um, y- yes. Um... I like Subway Surf. So the same one? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. That's pretty much it? Yep. You know, Subway Surfing in real life is illegal and very dangerous, right? I feel almost like yeah. obligated to say that. <laughs> it's a very cool video game, but not cool to do in real life. So these are our young super cooks, and they are all using the platform, which is why we have them here. So what we will do is we will talk now with Julia, who is the founder and chief innovation officer of Grub Easy Innovative Labs. She's going to be a familiar voice to faithful listeners. She was on the show earlier this year, episode 175, uh, which was a feature about the Disrupt Food Summit which was a collective of a bunch of really great panelists talking about the future of food and food disruption and food tech. It's a good one to go back and listen to. So Julia started this program, Young Super Cooks. It is in beta testing right now, and it's an interesting idea. It's built to work with students and work in partnership with schools, which has a lot of interesting components to it. So Julia, tell us about what the initial idea was Young Super Cooks and wh- why you decided to launch with schools. Sure. Um, so thank you for having us. Uh, it's great to be back here. Um, the old Super Cook um, um, application is focused on helping um, students to learn more about food, get interested in home cooking, and more importantly, make better choices. When uh, reward them for making better choices. Just think about it. When kids do well and you reward them for what they've done, you're kind of like encouraging repeat behavior. So It works on grown-ups too. Oh, it, yeah. <laughs> it works on most people. Right. Yeah. So that's that's the goal. Our goal is to encourage, um, number one, educate the students about the importance of food to overall well-being. And number two, um, we want to also encourage them to talk to their friends about it. So when kids are really motivated, they become ambassadors. They go around telling their friends, oh, you know, we need to be careful about what we eat. This is good for you. So like grown-ups. Yeah, like grown-ups, so yeah. Essentially, you, the big idea is students are small adults. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so much of social media, digital apps, and online platforms is really the gamification of things for adults right. also. Right, right. And, and the thing is, we're trying to come alongside educators because we know they're trying, to, um, um, they're trying their best to educate the, the students about different things, nutrition is one of them. So we want to come alongside with them and make their work easier. So using our application, the kids um, will, will see different, they, they will share with their friends, they will get points, they're rewarded for their activities on the platform. Apart from that, they would also have opportunities to tell others, easily just invite them to come and join them, ex- experience the same thing they're experiencing, and the gifts will be mailed to the school. So. When you reward kids publicly, they're, they're really excited about and other kids are also encouraged to join in. So. Okay. So why don't we let the kids make some choices about the pizza because it's been sitting here for a little bit of a long time. I feel like I'm getting a little hungry too. So 
we have this one is cheese and tomato and the green leaves are fresh basil and the other one is cheese tomato and pepperoni which ones do you think you guys are going to grab pepperoni pepperoni excellent choice how about you pepperoni oh lots of pepperoni I choose pepperoni. Oh, okay, so? Pepperoni. Wow, the whole thing, okay. So I guess that leaves the uh, classic for the adults. So working with the schools then, has it been an easy sell, a good conversation? Has it been a hard sell? Actually, um, it's been an easy sell. And I'll just kind of like give you a bit of a background. One in five students today, one in five children in America today are obese. And a, a lot of... So just when we say students and children, what's the age range that we're talking about? So we're thinking um, 9 to 16. 9, nine to 16. 16, yes. Okay, and then under 9, they're considered... Um, okay, when I'm referring to students, I'm thinking that okay. 9 to 16 okay. range. Mm -hmm. Children, I'm thinking younger, okay. a, a wider demography here. Mm -hmm. So... Um, one of the key things is this is a problem we all see. Mm -hmm. And recently, um, CDC released a, um, a data as well showing that 52% of adults in America struggle with preventable chronic diseases that are related to poor eating patterns and physical inactivity. Mm -hmm. So there's a need for um, conversation around food. Why should I make these choices? Why, why, why should I... Why should I... Um... Yeah, that's fine, thanks. So why should I make earlier choices? Why should I pick um, to eat this instead of this? Not just telling kids what they should eat, which is good. It's good to inform them about what, what they should eat, the amount of servings of veggies and, and choices they make. But it's very more important for them to know why they're doing it, which is one of the key things we're focused on. Explaining to kids um, the reason behind some of the things they learn in class. And also, we're, we're focused on encouraging them to recycle food, not waste food, reduce food waste, because 150 tons, 150,000 tons of food is wasted in homes in America um, on a regular basis. So one of our goals is encourage them to eat well, encourage them to reduce waste. So both of these things are things teachers are teaching, and uh, they find it very easy to embrace what we're talking about because they see that, oh yeah, this is something we want to pass across, and this one something this app will reinforce as well. So it's an aid to what they're already teaching. In some schools, they don't have nutrition education, or they don't have anything going on, but it's a way to introduce their kids to um, nutrition education as well. So. so, and as far as you can, you know, tell us what's happening with the beta program without you know revealing anything that's confidential or proprietary. Right. Approximately how many schools and students are you working with right now? So we have, um, we have two districts that we are we, uh, um, that involved right now. And um, we, the, the first batch that we had, we had a small cohort, the first testing we did, we had a small cohort that we used, that, um, and they were part of the cohort. They were all part of the cohort. So, and then now, when the new phase we're moving into, we're getting about 20 schools involved. So with these schools coming on board, once we stabilize with them, then we can scale to more schools. So in really simple terms, how does it work? So what happens is the kids will come on board. They will um, create an account. Um, and it takes a few seconds to create an account. And they will share. So when, when they share, 
um, people will see, interact with it. They could ask questions. They could share pictures. What are of they food. sharing? Yeah, they share pictures of food, mm-hmm. and, or they could ask a question saying, "This is my favorite food," for instance, and say, um, "How do you think I can improve on this? How can I make this better?" Or, "I like." eating this type of pizza, how can I make it better for me? You know, things like that. So they ask different questions. Sometimes they just share, I have this for breakfast and and people interact with it as well. The point is once they, when they share the hand points and with every cycle, we have a, um, a three week cycle, but um, this four will be changing into three week cycles. So with every cycle, we pick um, someone with the highest uh, number of points and they get a big gift then second runner-up and the third also gets some gifts in, in the mail as well so the whole idea is the competition comes in because kids want to know oh um, am I gonna win am I not gonna win so that that creates fun in in, um, in, in its own way and also it encourages encourages them to think about food and think about what they're putting in their body as well so it's it's two-sided and then simultaneously, they're looking at all the other posts from the other students, maybe exactly. seeing what somebody else ate for breakfast. Are they then answering or questions, you know, collectively, or if they have an idea or a comment, you know, conversation? Right. They all um, chip in. Sometimes, sometimes you see a post having like um, six, seven people chipping in. So, oh, why don't you try this? Why don't you do this? And then um, every week is t- is themed. So you have a theme for the week, and. Um, they all talk around the theme, and that's kind of that's how it works. That sounds pretty simple. Yes. What we're gonna do is we are going to take a quick break. Everybody kind of finishes up some pizza, and when we come back, we are gonna ask our panel of young super cooks what they think about using the platform, and also how's the pizza? Delicious. Excellent. Good. It's good. It's really good, right? One of a kind. Is this the best pizza you've ever had? Maybe? No. No. I'm not not sure. Not sure. Okay. (laughs) We will be right back after this message from our sponsor. Did you know Heritage Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit? And we keep the lights on and the mics hot. Out of the generosity of our members, most of whom are listeners like yourself grants and underwriters like this one stay with us this episode is brought to you by brooklyn botanic garden a stunning 52 acre garden in the heart of brooklyn featuring spectacular plant displays and inspiring public programs year-round. Harvest Homecoming, an old-school fall foliage festival, comes to Brooklyn Botanic Garden on Sunday, October 20th. Celebrate cider season with New York cider houses and kombucha makers, bringing hard and soft ciders and fermented drinks to try or buy. A pop-up farmer's market will feature heritage apples from local orchards. Groove to the sounds of fresh Americana music and world beats throughout the day. Bring your friends and family and make a day of it with hay rides, lawn games, a children's Halloween costume parade, and more all in the heart of Brooklyn. Learn more about Brooklyn Botanic Garden at bbg.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? Heritage Radio Network has plenty more. My name is Katie Kiefer, and I'm the host of What Doesn't Kill You here on HRN. 
Every week, I sit down with journalists, authors, scientists, or activists to identify and explain some of the key issues in our food system. I've done shows on food waste, labor issues, meat production, water, you name it, I cover it. You can find What Doesn't Kill You wherever you listen to podcasts and on heritageradionetwork.org. Well, if you're just joining us and you're wondering what the hell you're listening to, this is Tech Bites, the weekly show on the Heritage Radio Network where we talk about the intersection of food and technology. And today we are talking with some students about food tech, which is exciting, while we eat pizza, which is even more exciting. We're talking about a platform called Young Supercooks, which is currently in beta testing. It's a platform that's being launched in partnerships with some different school districts and the basic idea is to get kids to sign up, make an account and have them post pictures of the food they eat, the food they make, talk about it, ask questions about food, look at what other people are doing and get points. And when you get points, you get prizes and stuff. And who doesn't want prizes and stuff? Sounds pretty easy. So today we have Joshua, David, Natalie, and Christian joining with us in the studio. So I'm going to ask all of you, what do you think of Young Food Cooks? Who uses it? Does ever, anybody use it every day? Some days? Once a week? Go ahead. When the sessions? Um, when it's in sessions, I'm always like trying to figure out what I can do to get more and more points. So I'm using it almost daily, trying to figure out what I can post. Did you post something today? Um, no, we have different sessions. Different sessions? So a new session is starting soon, but we haven't started one yet. So of your last session, what were some of your favorite posts? Um, I like asking questions and um, finding out like different recipes of um, like different suggestions on how I can make something healthier. Are you a cook yourself? I mean, I sometimes make my own ideas. Um, I don't know how to cook many things. So what is something that you're interested in learning about cooking that you asked questions about on Young Super Cooks? Um, one was how could I make um, pancakes healthier? So um, I found various recipes on uh, banana, um, ba- recipes that involve banana and stuff like that. Did you think about making pancakes healthier based on what you put on top of the pancakes? No, I haven't thought of that yet. Yeah. So that's exciting. Do you make pancakes at home? Um, I've done it once or twice. Once or twice. Is that your best dish that you cook? No, I actually make eggs. I like eggs. So did you post a lot of pictures of eggs? Um, not a lot because I didn't want it to get very repetitive, but mm-hmm. I did, um, I made eggs one day and I posted it, I made eggs. Have you made any of your uh, videos or Google Slides to post? Um, that might be an interesting idea. Do you get extra points if it's an extra good post or is each post worth the same? Each, each post was the same. Okay. <laughs> so you don't get, you don't get extra points if it's a video or something. Okay. Do we have any other cooks who are posting questions about recipes? What's your favorite thing to post? Well, when the program once started in September, 
I was asking if I could make pizza healthier. Oh. Um, I didn't get many positive results, but I thought it was. I still thought it was worth it. Do you cook pizza at home? Well, we make homemade pizza. Um, we use pita bread, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, then we add the sauce, the cheese, then a topping like turkey, chicken, something like that. That sounds pretty healthy. Do you think that's healthier? Do you think that needs to be healthier? Not really. I posted it. And you got points. Yeah. I think that I think the pita, the homemade pita pizza, sounds very healthy to me. I agree. I wonder what is pizza generally thought of as being not healthy. Yes. Why is that? It's um. Well, the takeout pizza is very unhealthy, so people think of pizza in general as unhealthy. Yeah. Why is that? Do you have an idea why that is? Go ahead. Um. So it has like lots of. It's cooked in like fatty oil and like different parts of it. Like you have um little like spices here and there, like maybe a bit of garlic and salt. So and that part like overall makes it unhealthy. Garlic and salt make it unhealthy. Hmm. It has like quite a bit of it. Okay. Anybody else have things they like to post about or some questions they asked about cooking? Um, I like, I think it was fun to like post the things and to think of like how to make foods healthier. And what I was thinking is like, if you try to put like more fruit into stuff, um, and so like if we put like more fruit into like stuff, well, like putting pineapple on your pizza? Well, would that make it healthier? That maybe a little bit, but um, are there things that you saw on the site from other people who posted it that you thought were interesting or that made you want to try it or did somebody ask a question that you were interested in that you maybe answered or knew the answer to or you wanted to know what that answer was to? Did you watch what other kids were posting? Yeah? No? Maybe? Um, Not so much? You were just focused on what you were posting and your points? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah? How about you? Um, I think it as, like, you gotta make food healthy in order to, um, like, for your immune system to work fine. Like if you're eating junk food, like ridiculous stuff, then you will not really have fun. Well, you also like soccer, and soccer yes. requires a lot of energy to mm-hmm. be running up and down that field for like, what is it, like two hours or something. Yeah. So does food help you have energy to play sports too? Yes, it helps with that. and most important it's that and but just don't eat like an hour and 30 minutes before or else you're gonna have to vomit but (laughs) has that ever happened to you no has that ever happened to a kid on your team 
Yes. Oh. So that's how that's how you learn. Mm -hmm. You don't want that to happen to you. Yeah. Like he said, I ate food like just this poor. I came here and like, and like halfway through, he's like, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay. So first, eat healthy food. Second, make sure you eat healthy food in time to digest it before you play yes. sports. Those are two very good points. What kind of things do you like to post? I like to post like mainly breakfast. What's your favorite breakfast? Um, like pancakes with eggs and sausage. And I I posted one of eggs and like apples around it, so it's like you had the fruit and then you have the protein, which is the eggs and. The wheat is the pancakes, which I make. We make. Um, we made one with. Um, I mean, bagels. But we made pancakes with uh, strawberries and blueberries. Yeah, and they're like Fourth of July. Oh, so red, white, and blue. Mhm. Mm That's clever. And the strawberries turned out more pink, and the blueberries were all melted but it turned it was good do you cook also yeah I cook sometimes like I help my mom with like cooking rice and and like sometimes I make eggs for everyone and I make I make breakfast but my mom has eggs that she makes a special for like especially for herself so I leave her out, but I make it for my sister and my other sister who's at home. And but, yeah. So you're on Young Super Cooks, and you're posting pictures, and you're looking at pictures and questions from other people. Do you use your computers and your phones and your tablets to look for food or do other things with food? Mm. Do you look for recipes online or? Look for pictures of food on Instagram or uh, watch videos on YouTube of people making pancakes. So, um, Young Supercooks is sort of a platform on GrubEasy. So, I also go on GrubEasy and like search up different recipes and look for different things that I might find interesting and try finding my own version of. Um, whatever the recipe is. Yeah, so, like, I'll, if I'm going to cook something, like, for the entire family, then I'll, like, I'll look up a recipe and see if I can make it. If, but if it's, like, recipes I don't have, I'll ask to go to the store. I've asked to do that. And, but they're always saying, no, it's too late. <laughs> and then it's like, okay. When you look for a recipe, do you start with Google? Do you have a website that you like to use to look for recipes? I would use Google. I use Google. I just, I like, I use it all the time. Do you know of any other recipe websites or food websites? Well, like Joshua said, there is GrubEasy, mm -hmm. and there is, you can, like, on Food Network, there is, they give you, like, these codes and you get to look online to see how to make the recipes. They have um, um, uh, 
every cooking show they have like a website for it. So, do you watch? Does anybody watch cooking shows on TV? Yeah. Yeah. What are your favorite ones? Um, my favorite cooking show is Kids Baking Championship. Ah, are you a ba- are you a potential baking champion? I like to help my mom bake cakes and cupcakes and stuff like that. So. Do you put fruit in them? Actually, I never tried that, but that seems like a cool idea. It might make them more healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you? Do you watch food TV? Or videos online of cooking? Um, not really. Does anybody have interest in being a chef or a cook or working in a restaurant or doing a job that works with food? If my other three don't work out, then yes. What are the other three? Um, Is the first uh, one professional soccer player? Yeah, no, my first one's basketball and then soccer. So professional basketball player, number one. Mm -hmm. Professional soccer player, number two. Yes. Number three is? Maybe a police officer. I'm not sure. Police officer. Paramedic or... Oh, wait, never mind. I would choose um, working at the Department of Children and Families with that kind of stuff. Because my dad works there, and I'm like, okay, I'll do it too. That's an interesting idea. That's very different from professional soccer player and basketball player. Two totally different things. But the cooking might actually come in in handy in all Mm -hmm. of them. So then number four is maybe food? Yep. If those three don't work out, then. Which they most don't work out. Yeah. (laughs) Then I'll maybe try and become a chef. So are you looking forward to the next cycle on... Young Supercooks, which is coming up soon. When does the yep. next one start, Julia? In October. In October. Can, do we know what the theme is going to be, or is that a secret until it's released? No, actually, uh, we announce a theme for each week. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it changes every week. So um, we'll start with the fall theme. Uh, the, first, the first one will be a fall-themed um, cooking theme, but we're not, we're not, we've not announced it yet. We we'll plan to announce it later. What does the rest of the year and next year look like for the platform? What are your short-term, long-term aspirations? Yeah, so we're looking forward to um, getting as many schools as possible on the East Coast. We're focused on the East Coast right now. Um, So we're hoping to get as many schools as possible um, involved um, on the East Coast between now and December. Um, Our goal is to reach at least um, 100 schools um, by the end of the year. not just with uh, bringing them on board to use the application alone, we're also um, discussing with um, superintendents and supervisors of their, about their curriculum to include the science of food, talk, talk to kids about nutrition, the importance of food to health, and more importantly, make it very clear to those kids that this is why. We're not just telling you to do A, B, C. We're not just telling you this is what you should eat or this is what's good to eat. This is why food is important to health. So our goal is to encourage um, kids, educate them, and reward them for, for um, making healthier choices. What are the rewards like? What are the prizes? Okay, so um, the ones we've done so far, it's just been gift cards, but this fall... Gift cards are money. Yeah. Gift cards <laughs> like having a credit card and a money. Right, right, right. Do you, any of you kids have your own credit cards? No. No? No credit cards? I don't have any. How about your own money? Who has their own money? How do you get your money? 
Are you are you a professional basketball player already? <laughs> no, I do chores. You do chores for money? Yep. I have $25. My dad gave them to me. <laughs> Did you have to do any chores? Or is that your work? Is that the work you were talking about earlier? No. Was I... it your birthday? Was it a gift? No. Your dad sounds nice. <laughs> Maybe we can have your dad come on the show. Um, I have some... Um, I have about twi- um, a bit of money online. Um, from the Bitcoin? Super- Do you have Bitcoin money? Like no. digital money? It, or? Yeah, an Amazon gift card. In an Amazon gift um, card. Okay. I got it from the session on Supercooks as so, a surprise. Is that exciting to have your own money? Yeah. Is, that, is there a prize that would be better than having your own money? Yes? <laughs> no? Maybe? I'm, I'm asking a question because I don't know. I have my own money, so. I'm not sure. I also have a credit card. I'm not sure. He's the one supposed mm. to be answering. I'm not sure. Yeah. No? Um, what would the best prize be? Maybe. If you could win anything, what would make you just post like crazy all the time to if get I, that prize? If I was going to win like a Maserati, and <laughs> sure, <laughs> I'll be posting away. How do you, you know about Maseratis? <laughs> because I... How did you discover Maseratis? I'm That's a, also just a really big Italian word to say. Well, I I like cars. I like I like cars. I want when I get older, I want to get one. Well, if you're going to be a professional basketball player, a soccer player, a Maserati is perhaps an appropriate car choice. Yeah, that's why I want to have one of those jobs. But if I don't, what would be after uh, a Maserati? Uh, if I were going to get, if I didn't, I maybe I would look at. A Lamborghini. Okay. Tickets to a Qatar Airways flight to Cancun. Oh, <laughs> so a flight to Cancun, but specifically on Qatar Airways. Why is that? There are five. There are five star. <laughs> okay. A lot of savvy. Uh, Cons- c- consumption of advertising here, I think, also, which is interesting. Strong knowledge of luxury goods. Yes, thank you, thank you. The voice from the booth. <laughs> Strong knowledge of luxury goods. Excellent. How about you? Um, I like stuffed animals, so maybe like a little stuffed animal would be nice. Yep. So. You could buy that too with the gift card. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that what you would buy if you want a gift card? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a stuffed animal collection? Yeah, I do have a lot. Um, I share them with my sister too. So. So, last question to all of our students: What's the piece of technology you want the most? The iPhone 11. iPhone 11. How about you? Maybe uh, my own laptop. Okay. iPhone 11. iPhone 11, okay. Um, I honestly don't know. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I did put you on the spot and just ask you a question. 
Well, Julia, thank you for coming out and talking to us about Young Supercooks. If people are interested in connecting with the program and finding out more about it, um, perhaps for their school district or just to learn a little bit about what you're doing, what's the best way for people to do that? Yeah, they can um, send us an email, um, hello at groveasy.io, and um, we'll be prompted to respond to them. Wonderful. I want to thank Joshua, David, Natalie, and Christian for coming on the show eating some pizza, telling us what they think about tech and being young super cooks. Thanks for the pizza. You're very welcome. How was it being on the radio? Um, I think it's cool and it's really fun. Are you going to listen to the episode after? Uh, yeah. <coughs> You'll have to send me an email and let me know if you think it's weird to listen to yourself because sometimes it is. Okay. Okay. I think I sound weird when I'm recorded. Do you think you sound weird in real life also, or just in recordings? Just in recordings. Okay. Well, recordings, they have a voice that's totally different, but I guess this would be realistic. Um, I, I say it's a great experience. It's fun being on the radio, and um, I will not forget it. Excellent. I'm very happy to hear that. Very happy to hear that. I couldn't say it better myself. Perfect. I can. You concur. You agree. Well, I want to thank everyone for coming out and spending their Tuesday evening with us. We will check back in. And Julia, please stay in touch and let us know how this progresses. And when you get out of beta and into full, full launch, full launch, full execution. Bye. Definitely will. Thank you so much for having us. And to all of our listeners. I hope you listened to the quick break that we had from the Brooklyn Botanic Gardens. If you are going to be in the New York City metro area in November, on Monday, November 11th, please come join me at the Brooklyn Botanic Garden for Heritage Radio Network's 10th anniversary gala. That is correct. We have been making amazing food radio for 10 years. We're having a party. You can buy tickets online at heritageradionetwork.org slash gala. And right now, for a very limited time, just until October 10th, you can grab a ticket at the early bird price. You can come out. You can have a great time. You can meet me and Matt and all the other voices that you listen to all the time. I'm Jennifer Leitz, your host and producer. Matt Patterson is our engineer and studio manager. Our theme song is Nomad, a CPU track by Uptown Nico. Tech Bytes is broadcast live on Heritage Radio Network every Tuesday at 6.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Find us on social media at TechBytesHRN. Send us an email, techbytes at heritageradionetwork.org. Thank you for listening. Come back and see us next week. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to learn more about our 10-year anniversary celebration happening all year long, subscribe to our newsletter. Just enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find us at facebook.com slash heritageradionetwork.
Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join the HRN family by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.